Hello, my friends, and welcome to the 175th episode in our series on the Book of Romans. Thank you for making it this far and sticking with us. Hopefully you have been blessed by this. And uh, today we're in Romans chapter 14, and we're going to take a look at, uh, I don't know, one or two verses, maybe six. We'll see. But I really, I really like what, what's, what we see in, especially in verse 13. So we'll read that and I'll talk about it a bit. And I'm going to back up a little bit because remember, he's been talking about judging your brother. Um, and he says, you know, for to this end, starting in verse nine, for to this end, Christ died and rose and lived again, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. But why do you judge your brother? And why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to the Lord. So then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another anymore, but rather resolve this, not to put a stumbling block or a cause to fall in our brother's way. And, and I love this because it's that personal responsibility, right? It's that, that, um, that taking ownership of your life, right? Rather than sitting and judging someone else. When, and, and when you catch yourself doing this, when you catch yourself being judgmental of another person, and, and again, this, this is a tricky topic. We've talked about this for the last few days about this idea of judgment and, and understanding that it's not saying that, um, it's not judging whether or not something is right or wrong, right? Um, in, in most cases, in this case that he's talking about with food and such, that's what he's talking about is that it's, there's those people that are, you know, that don't don't eat meat and they're convinced of that and and so they're being they're judging others based on their own uh, convictions and their own standards which are not necessarily um, universal um, there are those things that that are not good for me that are fine for somebody else they don't it doesn't it doesn't bring out sin in them it doesn't tempt them um, you know for for one person seeing a, a steaming uh, pizza with anchovies and mushrooms and olives would be like to them on a diet would be a super tempting thing for me i would look at that and want to go and you know throw up in the toilet because it just sounds so gross and it looks so gross and i'm not drawn to it at all and so there are those things that i'm not i'm not drawn to that other people are and it would be you know really easy for me to say oh anybody that likes that you know you're you're a disgusting person. Um, and that was, you know, that's drawing a judgment based on my opinion. Um, and so again, this is the idea here that we're, that we have to be careful about is judging other people based on what we see and based on our own opinions, um, rather than, you know, there are certain things we can judge. Like if somebody says, I don't believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, and I don't believe he's the only way to heaven. I can say with righteous judgment, you're not going to heaven. Because that's what the Bible teaches. You know, if you reject Christ, well, the Bible teaches that you are lost. And so I can say, and it's not me condemning you, it's your own words condemning you. And it's because you have rejected Christ. And remember back in, in, in you know, what Jesus talked about, you know, I don't, I don't condemn anyone, but they're already condemned. People are already condemned by their own sin. And 
so he didn't you know didn't come to condemn the world the world's already condemned um anyway you read about that in john chapter three um but um as we're talking about here he's talking about judging right so when i catch myself being judgmental toward another person when i catch myself thinking down about somebody for example i just think like oh that person's such an idiot or what a fool you know oh what an imbecile you know and you know that guy you know that oh that person has no self-control or oh what a you know what a loser oh what a waste you know those kind of judgmental thoughts what that, that guy's a waste of space you know or you know what a moron that that's me passing a, a judgment when i when i do that that's where we hopefully we stop you know and we and we say wait a minute um, let me take take this moment to first of all repent of my pride and secondly to examine myself right because remember what he says here he says let no one judge one another but rather resolve this not to put a stumbling block or a cause to fall in his brother's way so when you recognize you have a weaker brother then it's one of those things to say hey i want to be careful around them right so maybe you have somebody in your congregation who is a former alcoholic and you invite them over to your house and you know they're a recovering alcoholic the question is then, are you going to put out wine to drink or are you going to offer it to them? Well, probably not because you care about them and you know that, hey, this is going to be a stumbling block to them. You know, I, I mentioned before about how I used to take uh, kids to summer camp and I knew that some of the boys in my teenage youth group had struggled with the issue of lust and pornography and such, and they didn't want to go into the swimming pool area. They wanted to stay outside the swimming pool area. Now, it's one of those things then for me, I could say, well, I want to go in the swimming pool area. I want to go swim or I want to go hang out with my my uh, my other kids who are in there. But it was one of those things, again, to say, wait a minute, you know, what what is what's going to be the better thing to do? Isn't it better for me to to say, hey, you know what, these these men recognize that they are weaker. And so therefore, I am going to be careful not to put a stumbling block in their way and require them to go and be in a place where they're going to be tempted to have you know, lustful thoughts and to be um, leering at, uh, at girl, girls in their bathing suits, which they, the, the guys are saying, I don't want to do that. And, and so this is one of those things that, that I think we need to be aware of is the stump, you know, that we don't, that we don't put a stumbling block in the way of people that we care about. You know, I was having a conversation about, about, um, bathing suits and uh, dress code with some young ladies uh, recently. And it was kind of an interesting conversation uh, because there's this great misunderstanding about modesty in one, to one degree. And I, I read some things online recently where, where a youth pastor was apologizing to the girls that were in his youth group for um, asking them to, um, to wear one piece bathing suits or to wear a t-shirt over their bathing suit or whatever. And, and he was apologizing to them for, for doing that. And I thought, you know, what a tragedy that this person doesn't understand modesty and that modesty is not being ashamed of your body. It's not shaming someone to say, Hey, we're going to keep parts of your body covered. You know, the very fact that people wear clothing around their body is not to shame people of what's underneath their clothing. Um, though many of them are ashamed of what's underneath their clothing, but that's another story. But th that's not the point. The point is not like, hey, when we say, please 
dress dress in a modest fashion. It's not saying be ashamed of your body. We're not body shaming anybody. It's one of those things to to uh, for this very point. It's saying, look, we're not expecting you to you know wear a a burka in the swimming pool area, but you know, please be more modest than the world because you know that there are young men there who want to be godly and want to not have impure thoughts and not to be tempted to look at you lustfully. And if you know they're there and you say, well, I care about people, therefore I'm going to do that because that's just this whole point is look, it's not just about you. Remember he said that at the beginning, no one lives to himself and no one dies to himself, right? It's the church. We care about each other. And I, and it was interesting as I had a conversation with these young ladies about um, dress codes at the pool and why do we, are, why are the girls required to wear more than the boys? And, and one of the things I kind of threw at them was, you know, something to consider is this. Um, if you're considering about caring about people to, to look beyond yourself, to say, look, you know, Hey, I can wear what, you know, does it hurt me to wear a different outfit? Is it physically harming me? You know, is it, hurting my, is it hurting someone else? You know? And so I just kind of threw it out there. I said, Hey, here's something to consider. What if you knew that there were some teenage boys at the pool, that this was going to be a problem for them? Would it, would it show love and concern and compassion and caring for them to put them in a position where they're going to see more than they want to? Now, the wise young men, of course, are going to do what those wise young men did. Uh, when I was, you know, when I was, had a youth group, um, the ones that said, Hey, I struggle with this. They're going to keep themselves from it. Um, and so that's just, that's called wisdom. And not all young men have the same, um, issues, but you know, it's one of those things that the, the point here is this, he says, don't judge one another, but don't put a stumbling block or cause that would cause your brother to fall in his way. And so we got to be, be careful and say, Hey, I'm not just going to exercise my freedom to a point where it puts someone else in a position of temptation. That's just loving them. Like, and he's going to go on and talk about this more. So we will too next time. Talk to you soon. God bless you.